Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Cuts to student fees will be considered by Cabinet under a major plan to reduce the cost of third-level education. Higher Education Minister Simon Harris will outline to colleges the landmark reforms to how the sector is funded while also setting out his plans for addressing the cost of going to college. The Minister is planning to push to have fees reduced as soon as this year while also overhauling the grant system as well. Now, addressing the cost of education students and their families will be central to the overhaul. The cost of living crisis, which has been exacerbated by the war, of course, in Ukraine, uh, has meant the government is more urgently seeking to find ways to reduce the cost of going to college. Now, there is other things, by the way, the government should be focusing on as well, as well as college, because other people who don't go to college are obviously feeling the pinch at the moment as well. But in the memo going to Cabinet today, Mr Harris will indicate how he wants the cost of education for students and families reduced and how he intends to go about this in the forthcoming budget. Uh, This will include publishing a policy paper on student fees, which currently stands at roughly three grand for administration. That's what Irish people pay. However, he also intends to overhaul the student grant system to make it easier to access, obviously widening the bands, I imagine, as well, to ensure part-time students can also access supports. He will also publish an options paper before each budget, outlining a suite of measures the government could take to reduce the cost of education. And it's hoped over the coming budgets that student fees will be gradually reduced while grants will be made available to more and more people. In other words, it'll end up being free at some point. The government may decide to cut fees one year and increase grants the next year, or it could be a combination of both. The student grant was increased by 200 in the last budget, and the income threshold to qualify for the grants also increased by 1,000. Now, Claire Ostick is the president of the USI and she joins me now uh, on the line. Good afternoon to you, Claire. Good afternoon. Thanks very much for having me. Now, I, obviously, you're, are you delighted to hear this news or is it not enough or is it not quick enough? Or what, what do you reckon yourself? Yeah, um, so firstly, um, we certainly recognise that this is um, a positive step in the right direction. You know, Students Union, USI, students have been fighting um, to abolish student fees for the last decade. Um, we've highlighted on numerous occasions that the current Susie Grant doesn't accurately reflect the cost of living. Um, and when we talk about the cost of college, it's not just the fees. It's the fees, it's the cost of living, it's the accommodation costs, the hidden material costs. So in order to really make a difference in terms of access to education, we really have to look at the financial barrier that exists. And that would be through reducing and abolishing committing to publicly funded higher education system in the long run. Um, but also supporting those students who are currently in education and going to education in the next couple of years by increasing and making the Susie Grant more reflective of what students actually have to currently pay. What, what is the current threshold on Susie Grant? Is that 34,000 income? Is that is that the current uh, threshold on it at the moment? So with the Susie Grant, um, there are two types of grants. So it's the maintenance um, and then there's also the, the full grant where some students get um, their fees paid, but also a maintenance, whereas others might just get um, a couple of hundred euros okay. each month. So maintenance will enough. be travel expenses and digs, etc., etc., of course, depending on where you happen to be going to college. So, yeah, so many um, students um, wouldn't be in receipt of the full SUSE grant or are just off getting the SUSE grant. Um, and this is down to a number of different um, factors in terms of eligibility, but also proving independent living or the relationship yeah, that they means have with tested. their parents. It's exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's okay, um, well see, let me, let me ask you if I can, Claire. 
Ireland fares off pretty well when it comes to the cost of education. As we know, first, you know, primary school and secondary school is free, inverted commas, although you have to buy your own books and stuff like that. But it is free, apparently. And when we come to third level education, in comparison to many countries around the world, mm. you know, our education is reasonably inexpensive. At 3,000, I think I paid 3,400 for my own son uh, not so yeah. long ago uh, per year, okay? So when you go, say, to Queen's University in Belfast, you could be paying 24, 25 or even more. You go to America, you could pay 60 grand per semester. Uh, or you go to London, for example, down in the private colleges in London, you could pay quite a lot of money. So the argument from taxpayers is, why should mm-hmm. I pay for a student's education? When invariably, many of them in this country, because we're such a small country and small economy, leave the country and use that education to benefit another economy. And mm-hmm. the argument has always been that, yes, Let's, you know, educate students for free, provided it's going to benefit us in the way of, say, a student loan, which doesn't have to be paid back as long as you're, you're using your education in Ireland. But similar to Australia, if you move out of the country, you have to pay it back. Would that not be a better suggestion? And no, so we would be completely against student loans, um, first of all. But uh, we actually have the highest fees in the EU. Um, so I know, like, you know, today there's some conversations about comparisons with, um, you know, having to pay a lot more in the States or, um, you know, in the UK as well. But why are we comparing ourselves or benchmarking ourselves against the worst case scenario that we know doesn't work and puts a huge financial burden on um, students throughout their journey? But the argument for a publicly funded higher education is that, first of all, it provides a highly skilled and educated workforce. It contributes to economic growth. Um, it contributes to you know, a positive, um, growing society. So it, it, it supports everyone. And I agree community. with you. I, um, I absolutely just, agree with you, Claire, yeah. that I would be quite happy as a taxpayer to see mm. my taxes go to fund somebody whose education, you know, and they achieve, they achieve something wonderful and have a good earnings and in turn will be paying tax back into the system again. All right. And I couldn't mm. agree with you more. But the point is, if I'm paying as a taxpayer, say, to fund a nurse, for example, uh, for, say, three or four years, and then that nurse then finishes her education and decides to go to the NHS or go to Australia, then my taxpayer's money has been essentially wasted. Has it not? No, so, so there's, there's a couple of points to this, so I'll, I'll make the two points quickly. Um, so the first one is that any person, um, regardless of age or if they have had a previous education or if they entered the workforce or if they're just a student leaving the Leaving Cert, will have access to education. So even all those people who will be paying um, tax into this new system they will still have an opportunity to upskill or reskill or learn if they want to do like another course um, or whatever they choose to do in their learning journey. As a so mature this also, student, you know, yes. Yeah, this, this also kind of, I suppose, supports lifelong learning and ensuring that everyone has access to education Absolutely. at any stage in their life. And, 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 I, this, and I agree with you, but it's, yeah. Claire, we're, we're, we're kind of agreeing at the same point. But all I'm saying is, I'm just adding a little bit of a caveat to it, so to speak, yeah. that as long as we're getting the money back, and I agree with you that education should be free, third level, mm. level education should be free. But mm. could we not do it by way of a credit system whereby you get it for free, you start a new job when you leave your education, be it in whatever it is, Salesforce or whatever big tech company it happens to be in, or nursing or whatever it is, and mm. you go into your job and you're paying back credits to the state. And there's not any money, you're paying back credit to the state. But if you leave the state and use that education in another country, which is what they Mm. do in Australia, then you're chased for the money and you have to pay it back. Does that not seem like a fairer system whereby the country is benefiting from the free education? What I would say is you have to ask yourself why people are leaving in the first place if they do have an education. You know, like you have to look at 
is it as a result of the pay that's afforded, the working conditions? I don't think it's, it's specific or reliant on actually publicly funded education. It's more so what comes after that or the workforce or mm. how we deal with that as a society. Um, and I suppose government also ha- have to take responsibility for that. So I think this is part of like a wider issue. It's not necessarily people mm. being educated for free and then moving away. We have but to we were always going to have that. a situation where people will leave. Um, unfortunately, you know, sometimes, you know, we're a small country. We have a small economy. We've limited opportunities. That's not going to change in the near future unless our population increases by about 20 million. So when, when you look at, say, the NHS, and I go back to being a nurse again, you know, you have much better possibilities of promotion, experience, or, you know, learning, uh, I suppose, increasing your education when you go into the NHS because it's a bigger operation. So people leave for opportunities. And they go to Australia, they might go to Dubai to earn more money, whatever it happens to be. And I don't blame them, by the way. That's what they want to do. It's not always because there isn't jobs available here. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, no, I completely understand mm. what you're saying. Um, but, but I do think we have to bring it back to the, the original point in terms of, like, first of all, why are people leaving? But what we're also seeing now is that students um, aren't even getting an opportunity to have a higher education system in, in Ireland. They might be going abroad to study if it's cheaper in, say, other European countries. Um, so like, if we really are a country that prides ourselves um, on inclusivity, accessibility of education, and we see it as a right um, that benefits the individual, but also the society and, and the collective, then we really should put our money where our mouth is, um, and that will be to fund education. And we've mm. seen the positives that it brought to you know, second-level education, so if we know education is the right way forward in terms of education mm-hmm. um, for like a highly skilled workforce or um, the individual, the society, learning, growing, um, you know, creative thinking and everything else that education brings, we really should be making it a priority and ensuring that everyone has access to it. And it is it is going to be expensive, of course, to the state. I mean, it is if we work it out, say seventy thousand students uh, per year, approximately, will go into third level education. At the, currently, at the moment, when I was young, Claire, pe- that many people, I was probably uh, there was probably only two people in my class actually went to third level education. But then again, I'm fifty eight, Claire, I'm way ahead of you. Um, <laughs> Two point four billion would be roughly the cost of covering that whole three grand for everybody. It would be quite expensive. So I I can see the government eradicating the three grand immediately. I can mm. see them. Widening the band in relation to the Susie Grant, maybe dropping it out by five hundred, which would probably cost the state about four hundred and fifty million a year. Would would that be enough for the time being, or even to reduce it somewhat? Maybe over time, I suppose, reduce it down to zero. Yes, so we're realistic. We we know that it's not going to be a completely abolishment of three thousand euro from state tomorrow. Like that's you know we're realistic about it. But what we do see, what could potentially happen, is if there was like reduction in a thousand euro. Um, for the you know incoming students or returning students for the next academic year with a commitment to publicly funding higher education in the long run, that would go a long way. Mm. So definitely reducing it um, by a thousand euro. And that, would cost the the state, that would cost the state about 900 million a year, nearly a billion euro. So it's quite an expensive project to do. But, but you're saying it would benefit the country. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it would mm. greatly benefit the country. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I, I would see that as an investment, though. It's about the future. It's you know, the, about the future of young people in the country. It's about um, you know, bringing about positive changes. And I think education does that. So I wouldn't necessarily see it as just a price. It's more so an investment over the long run. Do you, do you think there are many people in this country who haven't gone to college or haven't upskilled because of the cost? In other words, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and that's one of the, the biggest arguments is that the actual financial cost is one of the largest barriers preventing people from accessing college. Mm. 
Okay, okay. It is expensive. I know I had to pay it for my son. So I, I know what it's like, Claire. Listen, Claire, nice talking to you. It's been wonderful talking to you. Claire Ostick, who's the president of the Union of Students in Ireland. Uh, but I want to know, are, you, do you think it's a good idea here? Claire say, suggesting at the moment they would consider, yeah, 1,000 euro off the 3,000. That would bring it down to 2,000. That would cost the state nearly probably a billion a year maybe a little bit more. If you were to get rid of it completely, which is what the Students' Union would ultimately love, it would cost the state probably about two and a half billion a year. That's focusing, or that's based on the fact that you might have 70,000 students would go to college. I think it's an ideal opportunity as well to talk about the fact that we should be encouraging people to go into apprenticeships too. We should be going back to that because we're going to be really short in 10 years' time. You know, on carpenters, plumbers, electricians, bricklayers, plasterers, all those apprenticeships, mechanics, well actually mechanics sadly probably won't be needed in the next 10 years with electric cars, uh, but in saying that somebody will have to fix the electric cars anyway but not to the same extent but in saying that all those apprenticeships hairdressing all the other apprenticeships that we have and they're crying out for people at the moment uh, maybe we should encourage more of that as well but I want to know if you think as a taxpayer if you're happy enough to fund third level education the argument is Claire makes a really good argument that it benefits society as a whole because if you educate people well they'll get a good job and they will pay it back in tax over time. So in other words, it'll benefit the state. And yes, absolutely, it will from that point of view. The argument against it is, it's their education. It's benefiting them because they'll get a good salary if they get a good education. And it's also benefiting them if they decide to leave the state. And we get nothing out of it. In other words, if you're a nurse or you're a doctor or a whatever tech company or whatever it is, and you happen to get your education and decide, I'm going to Australia, or I'm going to have the NHS in the UK, or I'm going to another country and I'm going to earn my money over there and use my education over there. Well, then we get nothing out of it. So we kind of have to give to get back, don't we? So as a taxpayer, do you believe that we should be funding the 3,000 roughly admin fee per year for college education in this country, a third level education? Now, remember, of course, three grand might sound like an awful lot of money, and it is to many people. Trust me, it is, because I know when, when you have to pay it, it can be tough. But in saying that, based on many countries around the world, it's actually quite cheap. And consider, now, I'm not going to give you the breakdowns of every single country in the world. There are some countries in the European Union that are cheaper than us, but there are many countries, particularly outside the European Union as well, which are a lot more expensive. And I mentioned, for example, Queen's University in Belfast. You try going up there and let's see how much it'll cost you. Or go to any of the colleges in London, for example, see how much it'll cost you. Uh, any of the private colleges there. Or you go to America. And you could be paying 60 or people remortgage their home 60 or 70 a semester, not a year, a semester um, just to get a college education. Australia, for example, they will have a loan system whereby you will get the money. And as long as you stay in Australia and use it, as far as I know, you don't have to pay it back. But if you leave the country, you have to pay it back. So that's not probably a bad idea. But let me know what you think. As a taxpayer, are you happy? to fund third-level education in Ireland to the tune of 2.4 billion, probably. Let me know if you're happy with that. The number's 87 8 Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Noel, how are you? Uh, can't come on, men walk. Yeah, sure, why not, Noel? Fund everything. What's a couple of billion between friends, what? <laughs> Children's Hospital, 900 million. What's a two and a half billion now? Don't worry about it. Sweep that one under the rug. Apple, what did he have? Was nine billion? Don't worry about that one. Sweep that under the carpet, because the rug's already full. <laughs> Thanks, no, I love the show. Yeah, the rug is already full, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, but I suppose in the big scheme of things, it's still a lot of money. 
Absolutely. I think you're 100%, Niall. I think give them the money or the fee. I don't mind paying it if they're going to stay over in this country and work and benefit our country. But the fact if they jump out and they go to a different country, then yeah, they should pay it then. 100%. Yeah, and somebody wants to know, now, how do you plan to do that or work that out? It's a very easy system to operate, by the way. You loan the money, the total amount, uh, for the college course or whatever it is for four years to the student. The student gets a job, and then every week, out of their pay packet, when they get their job, they pay credit. No, they don't pay any money, so they don't have to pay it back once they're working in Ireland. But if they work outside Ireland, that credit then becomes money, and they must pay it back for as long as they're out of Ireland. The work's very, very simple. They've done it in other countries. So in other words, you pay for your education, if you don't use it in this country. Anyway, let me go to Alison. Alison, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Alison? Yeah, not too bad, man. How are you? Good. Now, Alison, I mean, I mean, you've heard the Students' Union suggest that, you know, that three grand is just something that's stopping people going into education. I don't believe it stops people going into education. I, it doesn't. It's burning. Like, we're, like I, this is ridiculous. Like, we pay enough tax for everything as it is. The incentive in this country is to sit on your bottom and never work a day in your life and just claim, 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 claim. It's, it's the same with this again. More for well, no, they want to work, don't they? They want an education and they want to work. They want to work. But more, I've been to college myself. I spent seven years in college. I have two degrees. I paid for one degree out of my own pocket. And there are plenty of people that only go to college and get it funded for year one because it's expected and mammy and daddy pay for everything else. So why should I subsidize these kids' um, registration fee for year one when they're just going to drop out in year two anyway? Yeah, that's it. They go into the arts. If they go into the arts. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 like, I'm not going to say it, but I know someone who works and with, with the students. And they, like, I was a student myself. I know how, how much of a scotch it can be, yeah. how much money you waste, how much, you know, you like. The, like my, my college degree, my second one was computer science. There was 45 people in first year. By second year, there was 19. By third year, there was 10. And by fourth year, there was only three from the original course in and the rest from over from Japan and Germany. Right. And like, you want... So in other words, your, your argument is we would have paid for those ones who all dropped out and probably went on to do something completely different. We would exactly. have paid for that. In other words, a complete waste of money. Exactly. This whole thing that, oh, pay more tax, pay more tax to get people this, pay more tax to get people that. I, I'm not from a, like, a wealthy background or anything. I am a bog-standard person from, the, from West Cork. I, I couldn't get the grant um, because What of my course father. did you do, by the way? You said you were in college for or you studied for seven years. What were you doing, law? Um, I did the, no, I have two degrees. I have a degree in film and television, which is actually just because I didn't know what to do. There's a perfect <laughs> right. example. Right. And then my actual degree that I work, that I went back and paid for my own, is on computer science. Okay, which was probably something that's more beneficial than uh, television. Absolutely. Yeah. But my first degree, film and television production, I've done nothing with it. I was only, I only did it because... Ashley, are we looking for staff? Sorry, Alison. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a degree in it there. Yeah, but like, it was because they give you the CEO form in sixth year. You yeah. have to fill it out. You have to fill it out, whether you want to go to college or not. And then if everything is subsidized, of course you're going to go off and have a piss up for a year. Yeah. That's, that's why, oh, like, even listening to the, even the idea of giving more money to this government is making me cry. Right, but it, I mean, don't get me wrong, it is expensive. I mean, look, I think Simon Harris's heart is in the right place here, but it, but it is quite expensive. I mean, even to reduce by what Claire suggested, which was a thousand euro, 
you know, that's going to cost the state roughly, based on 70,000 students going to college every year, yeah. it's going to cost the state a billion. If we were to give it them for free, it'd be 2.4 or 2.5 billion. And like, what else are we spending money on? Every, like, I was telling your producer before I came on, I got a bonus last month. And I was expecting it to help me out with, like, I'm, I'm trying to get a mortgage at the moment. I got taxed two thirds of that bonus. Yeah. It all went on tax. And I tried to claim it back and I was told I owe 10 cents. That I actually <laughs> owe them. You owe them money. Yeah. And you, like, ne- you never win when you make a phone call to the revenue commissioners. You do know oh, that, I know, don't you? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, but what about, what about the idea that I suggest? I have no problem, see, unlike you, Alison, I have no problem giving <laughs> them the education for free, provided uh, they use it in this country and it benefits our own country. But my problem is, you know, is that we say we pay for a nurse for four years or a doctor for four years or a computer scientist or computer science for four years, and then they go off to another country and use their education and make money for themselves there. That's not, mm. We're not benefiting from that at all. See, that's my problem. That doesn't bug me. That, that actually doesn't bug me. Mm. Um, if they're going to do it, like we're all in this time together, we're all here together, do you know, I, I, that, that doesn't bug me. Like, what, what, another thing is as well is that the government look at doing this tax, 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 tax. When they don't look at incentives, like if you go to Norway, third level, ed- level education is free for everybody, no matter where you live in the world. You just have to speak Norwegian. Why don't we start bringing stuff in like that and dragging more people in, creating the economy? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Well, who speak Irish? Well, no, not even speak Irish. There's going to be nobody having, doing then. <laughs> why, why don't we have incentives like, for, for, like, okay, you want free a, a level education. They do it in Norway. We start teaching Norwegian in schools. You know, there are solutions instead of draining money out of us every five seconds. Okay, well, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Tom as well. Tom, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. You might have a solution, Tom, because Alan be- Alison believes we're draining money out of us every five seconds. Well, we are, kind of, yeah. We are indeed. We are indeed, Niall. Um, what I would say is, it's what, 3,000 euros a year? Roughly, yeah. Between three and three and a half grand, depending on which college you go to, yeah. Yeah, so you're looking at, that's what, 60 euros a week? Mm-hmm. So why don't we give it back into tax credit when they finish college? Well, that's what I said, yeah. So you get it back. That's not so, bad. Or why, that's why, why don't we tackle then the... Well, no, the only thing I'm thinking about here is, and I get Claire's point, although I don't really buy into the fact that nobody will go to college because they can't afford to go, but in saying that, uh, rather than tax credit, let just give them the money for the college fees, right? We don't want to be paying the colleges because that'll go into a hole in the ground. So just give them the money for the college fees. Give them all a grant, uh, a loan or a grant, whatever you want to call it, student loan or grant, and let them pay it back in credit when they work. So when they get yeah. their first job, they pay it back in credit. So, But if they don't work in the state, they pay it back in money. Well, you already have a grant system in place in the minute. Sorry, say that again? You already have a grant system in place. The well, yeah, but it's not covering everybody, is it? It's not covering everybody. Like, I went to college there for four years, and I had the first few years myself. Like, at the end of the day, it's reap and reward, you know? Did you? Know, you I felt better for, for, for paying myself. So you didn't get a grant? No, no, no grant, nothing, no. Okay, but you, but you probably didn't qualify for one, did you? No, I didn't, no, no. My, my, I just dropped out after first year of college, and... You I dropped out? After first year, yeah. yeah what, 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 did you, year. What, did, what course did you go into that you dropped out of? Art? Uh, yeah. Engineering? Economics and a bit of sociology. And then I went a back bit of, A bit of economics and a bit of sociology. Yeah. You can't beat a good old ology. Sure you can't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe, but, by the way, arts is the most common course to drop out of. 
because it's one of those courses where, as Alison rightly said, Mammy and Daddy insist you go to a third level education and they kind of, the CSO comes around, you kind of have to go, or not CSO, the, the CEO figure, or applications come around and you kind of go, oh yeah, I'll just go into the arts. So that's a good all-rounder, isn't it? And then but another thing they should, do, they should do is all the apprenticeships have moved to college now. Why do you have to go to college to do your apprenticeship to be a mechanic or a carpenter or a poster? Like all, before, when I was in school, lads, and girls used to leave school in fourth or fifth year, go off and do their apprenticeship. On the job, job yeah. yeah. On the job, yeah. Yeah, because that's their job now, and they've seen that since they were since they left school to go off and do their apprenticeship. Why don't we have that anymore? I have no idea. why. I, I, I understand, and I know people, I've, I've heard of mechanics doing this, and they, they end up in college, you know, to be a mechanic. You're far better off learning how to be a mechanic in a garage. Yeah, because they're all just on work experience anyway. Yeah. I mean, we should be encouraging more apprenticeships, by the way, because as I said already, we're going to have a huge problem in this country in about 10 years' time when it comes to construction. There'll be no bricklayers, there'll be no carpenters, there'll be no plumbers, no electricians, because nobody everybody, wants to do that. Everybody's going to be so overeducated because this, this country just emphasised so much on college. If you don't go to college, you didn't do well in school. That's the way this country seems to go. Now, I do understand that college is currency nowadays when it comes to getting a job in many of the new tech jobs that are out there. But we have to go back to the, you know, the old stuff as well, because they're important yeah. jobs too, you know what I mean? Mm. None of us will be able to drive our cars this time next year because nobody will be able to fix them. Yeah, well, this is it. <laughs> but Tom, so you don't, you don't for a minute believe that we should give them a free education? I wouldn't say free, but okay. we could reduce it. Okay. And, you know, fair enough, it's, you, could have, you could have two or three children going to college. All of a sudden that 9,000 or 3,000 becomes 9,000. Yeah. Um, now, the only other thing is that you're saying give it back to the uh, children when they're working or back to the people when, after they finish co- college. Nine times out of ten, it's not the person in college that's paying for it. Yeah. You know, it's just the parents. By the way, so, here's, a, here's a moral question for both of you. I'm just going to throw it at you here randomly, right? If you pay for your son or daughter's education and you pay the three grand a year and say, what's that, 12 grand over four years, whatever it is, and they get a really good job and they earn really good money, do you believe morally they should give you back the money? Yeah. Should they? Alison, what do you reckon? Yeah, no, totally. Um, when I hit third year on my um, computer course, uh, so my first year of the registration fee was 500 euro. Yeah. And then by third year, it had gone up to two and a half thousand. My nana had to help me. Yeah. Well, I had a job. So I paid off nana 50, well, I, think it was, I think it was 35 euro a week, actually. So you I paid think. her back? Yeah. Yeah. Because that that wasn't my money. That's not the way I was brought up. You don't just get stuff handed to you. Okay, so you think if somebody gets a college course, like, for example, if Tom's parents paid for him, I, I don't think they did. I think Tom paid for himself. But if they did pay for him, that when Tom gets a good job after his education, if he studies law or whatever it is, and he gets a good salary, he should pay his parents back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you reckon the same, Tom, yeah? Yeah, 100%. You know. Did your parents pay for you, Tom? Um. Well, we kind of went half and half. Did you give them back their half yet? I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working on it, Tom. I hope your mum and dad are listening now at the moment. I'm, they're all in Spain, they're all right. <laughs> all right, you're safe, so. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Jer as well. Jer, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Jer? How are you doing, Ed? How are you keeping? You believe it should be free? I do believe it should be available. Okay. But I, I do think there should be kind of filtering system there, so it's not just willy-nilly to anyone. I want to go to college. Yeah, you're in. Because... You give it like to that, people are not invested in it if they get it like that. They yeah. kind of do have to earn it, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
Like, I mean, give me an yeah. example. In what sense of see? Because you don't really know if people are invested. Well, we, we we believe they're all invested. Yeah. Well, I paid for my own college. Well, with my mum's help, um, over five years in the evening, and it cost me the guts of fifteen grand. So okay. I was heavily invested in making sure I got through that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was because you were paying for it so, yourself. That's why. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is the point I'm making. If people are invested like that, where you know they have kind of a. I'm not going to, I, 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 I'm looking for the wrong word here and I can't find it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. If you, just, if you just give it to somebody, they care less about it. And they will go in for the year, drop out, like that girl said a few seconds ago, I didn't catch her name. Alison. They'll go in, have a look around, not like it, and they'll drop out. I had the exact same experience in college. We went in, there was 88 people on the first day. I think there was about six of us after five years. God. You know, so. So where, where do, I, I'm curious now, where do the rest of them all go? Just onto different courses or do they drop out altogether or where do they go? Drop, drop out. Most of them just drop out. And so what? Uh, they just no, get a no, job no, in Tesco's or something? Well, well, in my case, I was doing that at night anyway. So I was working and a lot of them were working anyway. I just couldn't deal with working and going to college. Yeah, uh, I know I know. some people will drop out and then maybe two years later they'll go back to college again because maybe they're just not ready for it yet or they want to travel the world a bit or they want to do something else or I don't know, or they want to work somewhere. But Should the taxpayer be picking up for that attitude as well, you see, you know? No, well, I don't think so. One shot, one goal, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, it would cost quite a lot of money for the state, but according to Claire from the Students' Union earlier on, you know, she believes we'd get it back because people obviously will pay tax if they get a good education and a good job. I'm going to pay tax anyway. Well, they are. That's coming anyway. <laughs> yeah. Even if you have a bad job, you're going to pay tax. So yeah, yeah, but you're going to get more of it if they have a good job and a good education, aren't you? No, you're going to get someone who knows the system and will be able to avoid tax. No, okay. They genuinely don't want to college educate the public. If you if they college educate the public, people will actually know what they're doing and they won't get involved in it. They, they deliberately keep us dumb down, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I suppose for the really yeah. good jobs, they're going to leave the country anyway. Well, the other side about that, what if someone decides they want to leave the country for a year and then come back? Well, then when they come back again, they don't pay any money. No, but... You're I mean, back to a credit system. They have to pay the money when they leave. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So the way but I... They, if I was in charge, I, I'm just saying, if I was in charge, this is the way I would do it. <laughs> if I was in charge, this is the way I would do it. So you give them the 12 grand uh, for their four years. When they get their first job, and not before that, I mean, if they're out of work, they're out of work, they can't afford, obviously. But they get their first job, they pay back a tax credit. In other words, they just pay back in credits. They're not paying any money yeah. as long as they're working in this country. So if they're working outside the country, they have to pay in money. So they have to pay the Irish government back. For example, many years ago, we had a girl here uh, from a different country. I won't say where she was from. But her, uh, the, the government from their country sent... Ireland's classic hits, you know, a letter basically saying this person has to have so much money deducted from our wages every week to be sent back to Australia. Oh, it was Australia. Anyway, there you go. I said it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the way it works in the Australian system, right? So now yeah. when they go back to Australia, they don't have to pay it as far as they know because they're working in their own country. So in other words, you just start when you go back then. So for example, if they decide right. after a year from the NHS to come back to Ireland, well, then you don't pay it. You pay it in credit again. You don't pay it in actual physical money. Yeah, no, on paper it sounds like a good theory. Like, the actual, you know, when you dig into it deeper, it might be more hassle. Yeah, well, Just on another bit of admin. You were, there, you, were, you were saying, like, my mum helped me pay for my college course. Yeah. And you were saying, should you pay the parents back? And I would be absolutely no, because I'd be looking for my kids to give me kidneys and livers and stuff instead of money back later in life. You know what I mean? <laughs> kidneys and livers. <laughs> yeah. Might need a bit of marrow or something. A bit of marrow in the future. Exactly. Keep the cash for college. So you, so you don't believe. So you don't. Are you are you working now, Jerry? Yeah. 
I'm in work as I'm speaking to you, but shh. Okay. So <laughs> if you're working in a really good job for an education that your mum and dad paid for, you don't believe you have an obligation to give them the money back? Well, no, they helped me pay for it. But, oh, okay. uh, but now, if, I suppose it all goes back to if your parents are steering you down that path, do you really owe them the money when they pushed you down that road as well, you know? But, I suppose so, I mean, yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. my parents helped me pay for it. They didn't pay for it, they helped me pay for it. And yeah. it, it was never really brought up to pay the cash back. It was intended to. Well, they, well, yeah, well, they're not going to say it. You listen, Jerry, give us the money back. You know what I mean? It's kind of up to well, my you. My mother actually passed before I finished my degree, you know? Oh, I'm so sorry, to, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, look, 20, well, well, years, ago, 20 but, years ago, okay. But uh, There was me thinking you were younger, Jer. Anyway. Oh, well, I'm not 52, no. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. well, you, well, listen, Jerry, you better get back to work there, okay? Everybody's your boss is going to hear you on the radio. <laughs> keep on going. I'll talk to you. All right, Jerry, <laughs> see you then. All right, keep texting. Keep what's happening. The number's 087 That's another question just going to throw it out there. It seems we're talking about college fees, right? It is a moral question. If you pay for your kids' college fees and they get a really good job after they finish, you know, the college course and you've paid for it, do you believe they have a moral obligation to turn around to you and say, well, I've got a really good job now and I earn loads of money? And, you know, maybe you don't earn as much as me. And uh, here's the money back. I'll pay you back, you know, so much every month or whatever it is. Do you think they should pay it back to you? Hmm. Hi, Niall. I think we should consider removing Irish from the Leaving Cert. Um, I think if you if you look at it, they're getting an unfair advantage getting into college places. And it's not, it's not, the pitch is not level. Um, so, like, even if you look at the likes of RTE, most of their presenters can speak Irish. Um, so now 3% of the population can only speak Irish, but we're now listening, the whole population are listening to them on RT. I think it's just very unfair. I think it should be removed from the Leeuwin cert. Um, I think we just need to get to level up the pitch. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome. If you want to leave WhatsApp, you can. Anybody can. Uh, the number is 87 let me just play another one for you. Niall, you're wrong about what you said about the mechanic apprenticeships and other pr- apprenticeships. You do go to college, but for the first, I think it's two years, you're working on hands in the garage or the the workshop or whatever, and then you you uh, go to Foss or wherever it's called now for a few months. Salus. And then Salus. I think when you're in your fourth year, your final year, then you... You go away, you do another course for six months, but it's all it's all hands on though. I don't think I don't think it's all hands on. I think you mentioned you go to Sulla, so you go to a course to learn theory, I suppose it is. It's just that I think people are suggesting it's not the same as it used to be. It's not all on you know, on the job, so to speak. I think it should be. Hi Niall, sorry, can't come on. Um in regard to the university fees, I'm a middle free student and I've intended to work here. Um, once I'm qualified, but from the treatment I've experienced from a lot of staff in the HSE, um, the unpaid placement hours and then the very little pay that I'm going to have once I do qualify, which will not allow me to pay rent, let alone save for a house, and have no social life over the price of food and drink and everything. What other choice would I have but to leave? And all the hours that we do in the three and a half years as nursing and middle free students, surely that can work towards paying um, some of the contribution for the country of the, ta- of the taxpayers' money, if that does pass. Thanks of the show. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I think we might have a little bit of a disagreement in relation to people say, oh, well, I don't get enough money when I'm on placement. In some 
uh, courses, you don't get any money when you're on placement. It's all part of the, the work experience or it's all part of the college. I, I know in some you will and you probably get better than you would as a midwife. And I understand, by the way, there are huge problems in the health system in this country and that we need to... Look, nurses, midwives, extremely valuable. We really, really need them. We need to be looking after them better. We don't want them to be leaving, but sadly many do. And it's not just because of the money. I think many leave this country because of the opportunities in other countries, particularly in the NHS as well. So I, I understand why they do leave. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.